Sports Radio 92.7 FM WFNZ. Straight fire. This is the Wesson Walker Show. Even the crowd knows what's coming next. There's a lot going on to start this Thursday edition of Wesson Walker Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. A lot of times I like to kick it to something silly, stupid, whatever. There's so many things to choose from. I think what I'm going to choose, though, is the fact that before we actually hopped on the (laughs) mic for at least 15 minutes, and I don't want to exaggerate because I was absolutely looking at the clock, so I would not exaggerate this as soon as we went to air. Wes was legitimately watching cartoons for 15 minutes before we hopped on the mic. He's got a fire fizzle today. It's going to be obscure cartoons, so not your run-of-the-mill SpongeBob, Tom and Jerry, none of the classics, right? We're talking obscure cartoons, and so he was watching cartoons, actual episodes. You wanted to see... I'll give one away. Pinky and the Brain is going to be on the list. No, it's not going to be on the oh, list. Okay. That's the thing. I had a hard time figuring out what would go off, so no, it did not make okay. sense. So you were so you wanted to hear Brain's voice because it's been so long. Yeah. And then you just started watching the episode that you were on. Yeah, I started watching that, and then I put it on a little bit of Speedy Gonzalez, man. That stuff. I can't even help it when I watch Speedy. I'm I'm like crying, wiping my eyes, laughing at that. You you were in real tears. Like you were you were laughing pretty hard. Now that might be an exaggeration. <laughs> but me and Fiddy were like, okay, he's no, really into I have it. I have uh cried real tears of laughter watching Speedy Gonzalez before. It's a fire cartoon. I think we could all agree on that. But the thing about it is you were really laughing before we were about to hop on. We were talking about what segments we wanted to roll with. And then as soon as we were done, because the show is packed today, like it's pretty much going to run itself. We have Bill Rabinowitz of the Columbus Dispatch. He's going to be joining us at one o'clock. We had a talk with him and then we're going to have Beth Troutman in studio for the first time. As far as Wesson Walker goes, Beth Troutman is going to join us at 1220 in studio. So we'll do that. And then at the very end of the show today, we'll have at 220 LaChina Robinson. Lots and lots to get to. But after we were all done, you were watching Pinky and the Brain. And then here we are talking about CJ Stroud Pro Day and whatever is about to come. Right. I mean, some of the cartoons, especially when you start looking for the obscure stuff, stuff that was on two, three seasons and went away. And you just go down the line and remember, I was kicking a lot of stuff to you mm-hmm. that you forget about. And you're like, man, I forgot about this cartoon, like Freakazoid or. Uh, just different ones well, I was bringing up. The one that you liked, I'd never heard of. The but peanut that, butter and jelly. That's what, what? <laughs> it was PB&J Otter. I yeah. did remember PB&J <laughs> Otter. But it's funny to see you hand the baton to me because you were going off of a bunch of cartoons, a lot of them of which I've never heard before. And then as soon as you made that transition into one cartoon that I had heard, then you mentioned a lot more that I had heard. So there really is a gap. We can recognize time as when Wes watched cartoons and then when Walker watched cartoons. That's what <laughs> yeah. we can recognize time. Yeah. Lots of texts coming in already about cartoons. 919 said Tom and Jerry needs to be on the list. Well, see, that's the thing you guys got to get. Be obscure. It's obscure cartoons, like yeah. cartoons that weren't on that long that you forgot about, not long-running franchises that were standard bearers. It's the things that you forgot about. Oh, Wolfpack James is a good one. Recess, but that's more my time. That's probably not yours. But wasn't Recess on a long time, too? Uh, it was, yeah. but I don't think it was. Was starting during your time. Maybe I'm just calling you older than yeah, what you really are. Yeah, we're talking about stuff like Silverhawks and uh, yes. you know Thundercats stuff, and stuff, stuff that wasn't on that. Thundercats long. is pretty good. I like oh, Thundercats. Thundercats. Unbelievable. Yeah, Jack said. By the way, I've cried real tears watching Tom and Jerry as a grown man. 
That's what I said. It's like it hits different <laughs> when you see the stupidity of some of the, the stuff that mm-hmm. they do, man. But I'm, I mean, like stuff like the wild thornberries and Beetlejuice and stuff that wasn't on wild thornberries. You know me. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You give me some animals and yeah. some cartoons. Mortal Kombat had a cartoon that I didn't even know came out. Ah, can it, that has to be like Adult Swim cartoon. Mortal Kombat. <laughs> That's as graphic as it gets. How do they make a cartoon out, out of Mortal Kombat? Yeah, man. So it was, it was a lot of cool stuff that we discovered along the way. Life with Louie. I mean, we could go on and on. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Life with Louie is something I did not know. I didn't know Louie Anderson had a yeah, cartoon. Street Sharks. I There's mean, a lot. Oh, stuff like yes. That. You remember Street Sharks? Barely. That, that triggered a memory I didn't expect to have <laughs> the rest of my life, but I appreciate yeah. that. We'll get to that at 145, a staple of Wes and Walker. Going to be coming up talking about obscure cartoons. So all the classics that you know we're not doing that we're digging a little bit deeper to go to the obscure cartoons come fire or fizzle david the gnome fan, fans hit us up david the gnome <laughs> i was sitting there like who watches a cartoon about a gnome I, that hit I, us up. i've never seen it it sounds like the most boring name for Doesn't a cartoon it? of yeah. all time come on all right. We've got so many. The text line is popping off. We do have to get to some Pro Day stuff and some Carolina Panthers involved in Pro Day stuff. Let's do it right now. Little country, open up the doors. Let's get off the bus. We look good getting off the bus. I got something to say. Damn! By the way, have you noticed I only call Fitty Little Country at the top of the show and then yeah. no other time? That's for some reason it just hits different. I think it's a stereotype to uh, bus drivers that only country folk drive the bus. And I did come from historic Lancaster and Monroe, so I could see why you do it. I don't know if I am stereotyping that. For some reason, as I try to kick it to you, that is the nickname that pops up, and then I just decide to roll with it. Either way. You stopped at the C.J. Stroud stop where he had his pro day yesterday. Everybody involved in the Carolina Panthers organization was there. And here's RG3, speaking of the ultimate authority figure in David Tepper, also attending C.J. Stroud's pro day. Here's what the former Baylor quarterback had to say. What I would say for David Tepper is if you have any concerns about Bryce Young's height, understand that he has been this size relative to the competition around him his entire life. So it's made him have to be an amazing processor, pre-snap and post-snap. And he's got to be one to two steps ahead of the, the defense, not just one or just playing the game. The numbers that really matter to me is the fact that if you're small, they talk about you not being able to see over the offensive line. But the bottom line is Bryce Young, 22 to 3 touchdown to interception ratio, QBR of 94 out of 100 on throws in between the hashes. His height has never been a problem. But David Tepper being there lets me know that he is picking the quarterback. Wow. Not the coach, not the GM. It all comes down to him. So let me clarify Bryce Young is what RG3 was discussing. He is going to be at Bryce. Young's pro day today, but also he was at CJ Stroud's pro day yesterday. The clip where everybody that is going to be a decision maker with Carolina was dapping CJ Stroud up. Frank Reich, Jim Caldwell, Josh McCown. Apparently, they're going to go find a court to play horse and play basketball on. That'll be interesting. What do we take from that? Because McCown said, we'll find one in Charlotte. Lots to get through. What were some of your main takeaways on C.J. Stroud's performance yesterday, Wes, and the large uh, contingency in which Carolina brought to Columbus? Uh, The main thing that I gathered when they said that his mechanics were so good that they would make teams drool 
Okay, so I like that part of it. They did say he had a little bit of trouble uh, throwing on the move to his left, but I think for a lot of right-handed quarterbacks, that's going to always be uh, kind of a deal with that, something they have to work on. But they said other than that, uh, you know, he was fantastic for a guy that's fancy himself as a ball placement specialist. I think he went out there and demonstrated that. And just people talked about the body language of the Panthers brass that was there and, you know, how they just seemed like they were just in love, for lack of a better term, while they were watching him. So I thought that that was uh, very interesting. But I think they're going to be looking uh, a lot like that. It's almost like a beauty pageant, so to speak, where uh, all the women that come up are just beautiful and you just can't help but uh, be enamored. They were yucking it up, all of them. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I mean, there were daps all over the place. What's funny is, I don't know if anybody else caught this. I think I saw someone quote tweet it. But there was a time where C.J. Stroud was just in such bro hug slash dap mode that he tried to give one to Frank Reich twice and then left himself hanging and then kind of filled it in himself. You know, that's the move <laughs> when you try to dab someone up. Yeah. Nobody nobody receives it, and then you got to just go ahead and dap yourself up. I think that's what happened to C.J. Stroud because everything was going on with whatever Panther member was there. He was just, okay, nice to meet you. Thanks. Yeah, awesome. Whatever. He was just such in glad hand mode, and the Panthers were as big a presence as anybody. The thing is, it's going to happen again. Copy and paste down in Tuscaloosa. In fact, they didn't waste any time. They They went down to Alabama's pro day because they're getting ready for Bryce Young and getting ready for him to perform. They took him out to dinner last night. So you had that meeting already take place and then then he'll perform later on. I know you had something about maybe the Stroud or the process here. Did y'all watch how they they how they looked at him, though? So and and did, did you see the meme of Scott Fitterer on the phone? And I think it was someone from Panthers Twitter that was. It was him calling Bryce Young saying, baby, you still up or something like that. Because we, we, we got to break down how they interact with Bryce Young today to really get a lean on. Are they going Stroud or Young? I love this time of the it's, year. It's so ridiculous. I, I don't know how to feel. It's so ridiculous. Here we are trying to break down facial expressions and exactly why. You know, Oh, how long was the dap up with CJ compared to Bryce? Was Frank Reich extremely excited? What's going on with David Tepper? But here I am doing it. I am falling victim because I can't help it. I kind of like it, too. I remember when Marty Herney was watching Andre Dillard because it was either going to be Brian Burns or Andre Dillard coming out of that specific draft class. They needed a left tackle. They needed an edge rusher. It was going to be one of those two guys. Eventually, they made absolutely the right uh, decision. But when Marty went to Washington State, there was the face of Marty, what he was making at the left tackle prospect. That was pretty highly coveted, by the way, at least at the time. And we were like, oh, here it goes. Marty is absolutely going to make Dillard the future left tackle of this franchise. But instead, they would eventually select Brian Burns. But remember, Brian Burns had the Stanley McClover aspect where McClover played for the Panthers and they were talking to his brother quite a bit. So there was at least some of that going on. Yeah, it was pretty interesting to see now how we're going to measure the judgment and the interaction between these quarterbacks and the Panthers. I mean, content is always needed. We always want something to talk about. So uh, when you talk about these teams, we're going to judge every look, every dap up, everything that's said. Uh, You know, I saw people taking a lot from what Josh McCown said. So you just don't know what to believe until the card is actually handed to the commission. Well, and people can correct me on this, but if Josh McCown says we're going to go play on a court somewhere in Charlotte, 
it doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to take him, right? Like, what it means is that they're going to have a meeting. They're going to have a meeting up there. I imagine Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Anthony Richardson. Carolina is going to have a presence at every single one of these pro days, especially for whatever reason you could question, but especially if they're trying to keep this thing hidden. So the way you do that is by attending every single pro day. But they're also going to go to Charlotte and meet, right? Like, that's what you have to think. Yeah. So while people were running away with it, and I am right there with you in the entire group running, I just don't know if it means with him meeting and uh, just having a pre-draft meeting. I just think we got to get the Panthers our video of us balling out at the on the court right behind the station and have the have have McCown and, <laughs> and Stroud on that same court imitating our dunk contest to figure out who did it better. I'm yeah. gonna guess both can dunk. You guys have seen Josh McCown ball before, right? I have not. No. Oh, I need I need everyone listening. If I you don't be surprised if he's a hooper. If you don't know, Google Josh McCown basketball. And then go ahead and take in all of the highlights in which he is awesome. Not only is he, like, kind of good, the dude is crazy good. Handles, dunking it, Josh McCown, fantastic Is he better Cooper. than Riley Leonard from Duke? I mean, I haven't seen Riley Leonard play basketball. <laughs> I've seen Josh McCown. I'm going to go ahead and say yes. All right, let's go to Beth Troutman on the other side of the break, co-host of Good Morning BT. We have not had her in studio yet. Charlotte Sports Today always has her in studio, but we finally get to have Beth Troutman in studio with us on Weston Walker for the first time. Stick around at Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. All right, I have no clue where this is going at all, but it's the debut. At least the second go around, <laughs> at least with Wes and Walker, the bit with Beth, if you will, Beth Troutman, co-host of Good Morning BT, joining us now in the Planet Kia studios. Visit them on planetkianc.com. We got a little music bed for this. Some a little different. Oh, did you bring the music bed back? I don't have any headphones uh-huh. on, so I can't hear it. Of course I did. Look at you, what makes the bit. So, <laughs> Beth, I can't tell, like. I get to see Fiddy every day. Yeah. I work with him every single weekday. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if I've ever seen him this excited. Even more so, I will tell you, because he's usually stressed during North Carolina basketball wins or games. Uh huh. This is the most excited I've seen him, you joining us in studio. <laughs> Look at him. Well, we go uh, we go way back and he's he's kinda he's kinda like my little soulmate. We uh we, <laughs> we fell in love over, over the summer. <laughs> When I learned that he is, in fact, a Tar Heels fan, but more importantly, when I learned that he has a uh, a ram, little stuffed animal that he keeps on his bed, <laughs> I knew he was my he was my people. That was, you graduated or you went to Carolina, too? I went to Carolina. Oh, my uh, God. If I'd have gone to North Carolina, I'd be like at the top of this game right now. You would. You, you, <laughs> really failed. you, you failed by getting that scholarship and playing football at Wake Forest. Yes. You really yeah, should have just gone thinking? to North Carolina. That was not the move. But we do need to go back <sighs> to the stuffed animal reveal uh-huh. because uh-huh. this story is... I mean, I'll say famous and not infamous. I'll go with famous because, man, I know that you at the time were really reluctant, of course, because it's a stuffed animal at 25 years old that you have in your bed. But now you've kind of embraced it, and it's because of one Beth Troutman that you've been able to embrace it. (laughs) 
Yeah, the thing is, is that he's actually retired to the legendary Carolina shelf in my room. <laughs> okay. Why? Because I've got Sir Minty now. Is he not lonely? I guess Sir Minty is helping him. Yeah. And, okay. And, you know, Sir Minty's a lot more smaller, a little bit more. He's a lot more cuter, a lot more delicate than mm-hmm. Ramsey was. Like, Ramsey took up a third of the bed. Ramsey, apparently, he never washed him or anything either. <laughs> oh, no, no, I did wash him. Oh, you did wash yeah, him? Yeah, he's got some other stuff in his room he's never washed. But, Whoa. Um, yeah. And we'll leave that there. Yeah. Wow. Unless you want to just continue to explore, I'm going to move on. We can talk about Beth's bracket because I've heard you on Charlotte Sports Today yeah. talking yeah. with Jeff about yeah. how your bracket, I, I actually got to hear about it before you filled it out. And now we get to see that you are actually towards the top and you have a chance to win this thing. I can't tell you knock how excited I am because, yeah, I'm going to knock on wood right now. This is the first time I've ever filled out a bracket. A, we had a whole thing going on Good Morning BT with, you know, Jim Zoki, who's our sports director. I filled out my bracket in front of the coach from Davidson, or I guess the former coach. Was it Bob McKillop? Yeah, that's right. Um, oh, wow, that's pressure. Filled out the bracket in front of him. And when I put Furman down as winning... Not the the whole thing, but when I had Furman, uh, who did they? Who was it? They, they beat Virginia. Virginia, yeah. yes. Um, when I put that down, he looked at me like I was an absolutely insane, crazy person. <laughs> he was like, "That's never gonna happen." And then it happened, and suddenly I was winning. Um, Bo Thompson, my co-host, he does a, um, and I, he gets mad at me when I say this, but I'm gonna say it anyway. He does a cute little boys' weekend with like all of his friends, <laughs> uh-huh. and they do. They an bring in- their stuffed animals and they sleep with them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. it's real cute. They have, a, they bring, um, you know, they stay at a cabin and they do their brackets and they enter this entire competition on CBS Sports. And there are like 50 of them, and they, Bo got to enter two brackets, and I'm so proud of him. He entered mine along with his, and I was winning there for a while. Right now, I'm tied mm. for fifth. Out of 50 people, yeah. and this is the first time I've ever done a bracket. I know how that feels because I'm tied for 18th in a bracket of over 140. You, you don't guys know. are We're distant, fifth. distant in the back. <laughs> to 18th. Yeah, okay. but when you talk about the ratio, 18th out of 140, and then she was fifth out of 50, so we're still doing pretty good. Uh, that, you guys that, are way down there. Well, that's this. fine. Hey, man, it's all about the points possible, <laughs> and I'm going to make a comeback here at any moment. So who should we be pulling for for you to get this victory? Who is your final four and um, then your eventual champion? Well, we need to be pulling for Alabama, and okay. we need to be pulling for Xavier for me to get some really good points because I have Alabama and Xavier in my final four, okay. but I've, uh, I've missed my total final four because I had Marquette and I had Kansas, and that's gone. That's so, tough. Yeah, okay, yeah. so we, we really Your need them. messed out, though, because the Furman, uh, they were talking about on the show, that was a trendy upset pick. Thank you. It was. I like yeah. to be on the trends, and I didn't even know I was setting a trend. I went with my <laughs> gut, because there's always a Cinderella story, and those Furman guys have heart, and my thought was, Virginia's going to come in all cocky. They're not going to think that <laughs> Furman is going to have any chance. And it's exactly what happened, and then Furman pulled it out. I actually had Furman, and I'm I'm proud to say it. They didn't make it though, but I had them in the uh, Sweet 16. But at least Alabama, you got the first win, and more importantly, you got a fact over Bob McKillop, the legend that is Bob McKillop, who looked at you crazy for having Furman <laughs> over Virginia. I bet he was thinking about me all mm-hmm. day on Friday. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm that sure. That crazy Bob Mc- girl. Who was that girl? Well, the other thing that we have here planned, and this is more of a fitty thing. Who uh-huh. has the experience with Beth Troutman in the middays? Apparently, you have sports adjacent facts. <laughs> I don't know if you have any sports adjacent <laughs> facts for us today, but we'd love to hear them if you do have them. Well, I do have one sports adjacent fact that. I thought Fiddy would be into. Um, a Nebraska coffee chain has baked the world's largest cake basketball in honor of the NCAA tournament. The whole cake basketball weighs 848 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> and they have now broken a Guinness World Record for the largest cake ball. How much would that thing cost? 
I don't know that they're selling it, but I could call them and ask them. What, what I want to know what the previous record was for the college basketball cake. 628 pounds. Okay. Wow. Ask and you will receive. Goodness gracious. <laughs> I, I like that we continue. The next one's going to be like 1,000 pounds. And I, I want to continue to see this record broken. I would like to break that as a show if we had enough skilled bakers in here. I'm a here. baker. Uh, can we? I mean, <gasps> Beth, you just volunteered yourself. Oh, yeah, that was. Y'all, we need to make a 1,000 pound cake ball for next year's NCAA <laughs> tournament. And then you get, yeah, the, the Nebraska coffee chain. They are, they've become our rivals now. They've become yeah, our biggest enemy. It's Scooter's Coffee House. Oh, I think scooters. We, we can take on Scooters. Believe I'm, you, Scooters. <laughs> you don't have anything on us when it comes to basketball cakes. We're out to we're out to make the 1,000 pound cake college basketball style. I'm have, excited about it. I have one more. Um, this is kind of sports adjacent, depending on what you drink while you're watching sports. But I felt like itty bitty fitty would be into this one. I feel like you you drink red wine. Would you drink red wine? <laughs> I don't think I would. What would I be? Is that wine in though? a can? <laughs> no, it's in fact an overturned truck that spilled 10,000 bottles of wine on a California highway. And they're just laying out there on the highway. They're not really going to be sellable now. So my thought was, would you go out on the road, pick up a bottle of wine from the road, legitimate road wine, and drink it? Yes, 100%. Yeah, I would for sure. If oh, that, okay. If that thing wasn't cracked. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There was um, a turnover truck this morning on uh, Wilkins. What, did it have anything interesting in it? Off the ramp. I don't know what it had in it. <laughs> I, I remember up. when that potato truck uh, spilled all those potatoes on 77 and they yes. had to shut the road down. You remember that? <laughs> Potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> I love potatoes, too, honestly. If <laughs> so you eat road potatoes? Well, I, I will absolutely take road They're potatoes. They're going to be dirty anyway with the, you, uh, when you get them out of the garden, yeah. so you might as well. I Just will, peel them. I will go yeah. home. I will peel them. I will wash them. I'll eat road fries. Yeah. I'll eat road everything <laughs> from those potatoes. <laughs> That's the question, though. If you could choose... <laughs> Hopefully everybody's okay in this crash, hypothetically, that we're talking yeah, about. Just want to okay. just want to have that as the caveat. If you could choose a truck to spill over something Ooh. that you would then get out of the car to then go get as much as you could outside of money, something stupid oh, like that. Yeah. Let's play the game. Can't well, be money. That's yeah. happened. Well, of course. Well, of course. Yes, everybody's going to choose money. It's like asking for more wishes when you only get three wishes. Yeah, that's happened though. Yeah, but if there's a food product, let's limit it to a food okay. product. Oh. If you could have something spill out of a truck. What is the thing that you would uh, choose first and of, foremost? Uh, boxes of steak. Oh, a bunch of steak, yeah, like an Omaha steaks truck. Especially so like over a road steak. That's like road kill. I mean, that's basically road basically. kill. Basically, <laughs> in Catawba County, they do it all the time. Yeah, <laughs> we used to do that with my friends at 14 years old. We'd say, "Hey, there's a raccoon. Let's go get it. <laughs> Cook raccoon steak. What do you got, Fiddy? Well, I was going to say single women until you said it had to be a food item. So oh, that sounds that weird. If there's <laughs> what? Okay, you guys Why aren't playing the game right. That's a good. That's a good segue though to single women. <laughs> well, it, it is. It is a good. It's yeah. Okay. It's a okay. questionable segue. Yeah. <laughs> it's not though. Why is the truck spilling single women out? That's well, you my said question. That, yeah, that's pretty item. bad because that sounds like traffic. <laughs> it sounds bad. <laughs> I'm yeah, a that's not man. good. I'm really. Yeah, that's not good, Fitty. I'm really scared. You're probably going to get beat up trying to go grab one of them because they're going to be trying to get free from the truck. I was going to take you with me. No, I'm not going. I don't want any parts of that, buddy. Okay, not the good segue. Did you have one before we move on? Did you have a food item? If if I could have two things and they go together, if I could have a truck that spilled out um, laced potato chips and French onion dip, I'd go for that. Wow. It's a great combo. Thank you you for playing the game without saying something (laughs) obvious or inappropriate. Let's go to the transition that Wes wanted to go with. What you got for All right, listen, this morning I saw on the news there's a new trend on TikTok. I am not a TikTok user. Me either. But it's called the boyfriend effect. 
where these women, they post pictures of themselves, what they look like to get their boyfriends, and then what they look like now. Is and it so like a it's a stark, thing? No, it's a stark okay. contrast to show that over time, you know, they don't get glammed up and do all this stuff like they used to. And so with you being a married woman of 15 years, yes. that you told us in the break, you would yes. be great for this. And so the, the news uh, anchors that were talking, they were like, yeah, you know, over time you just run out of steam and you don't want to <laughs> get made up anymore and all this type of stuff. And I'm like, wait a minute. Now, I know men do stuff, you know, to dupe women and different things like that as well. Why am I scared? But right I'm now? just like, women... Ah. I just don't understand it. It's like you want us to keep doing things and keep doing the things that we did to get you. Uh -huh, but uh -huh. then it's like over time, they feel like it's just okay to just be like, oh, I showed you this when we first met, but now you're getting sweats, no makeup, my hair's all over the place. And you, which there are days that, okay, there's a lot of days you're going to be like that. That's fine. But don't post it with like a badge of honor that now nah, I don't have to get made up for my man anymore. I'm good. He's good. Like, what do you think about this being a woman well, of 15 years of marriage? Well, I uh, I picked my husband um, very strategically because I kind <laughs> of needed someone who was good with the, uh, the no makeup, super casual uh, look because when we met each other, I was... Uh, a, a news anchor and okay. I was on TV every day yes, so I this was is great. I was constantly in Spanx and you know in a glammed dress up. and glammed up and tons of makeup and my hair was always done and so he was used to seeing the TV version but he liked the sweats no makeup version uh -huh. better and I was like oh this is my man yeah. this is the guy I'm going to marry yeah. because he would much prefer me to be in a baggy pink panther t-shirt uh -huh. than in okay. my um tight little anchor dress. Now, do you still <laughs> feel the need, though, at times to, to do that, to let them know, hey, I'm still here now. I'm still the the woman that you uh, fancied back in the day. Well, he, we we definitely will get, like, our anniversary is April 5th. We'll get, yeah. you know, dressed up or something and and, uh, and go to dinner. But I think after 15 years, I, I don't know. The cool thing that I think happens over the course of a, what I think is a really good marriage is you stop really seeing the other person. It's like you see their soul. You don't really see them mm. anymore. And we watch our wedding video every year on our anniversary, and boy, do we look way younger in our wedding anniversary <laughs> now, or our wedding video now. Um, I, I He still sees me as the 28-year-old that met him, and, you know, I'm 46 at this point, and he still sees the young girl, and I love that he still sees the young girl, yeah. so I, I don't know. I think you stop... I think you stop seeing each other if if things are going well. Um, but if you are a if you are into just the appearance of somebody, then it's probably pretty problematic. You know, if you just stop trying. But um, luckily, mm -hmm. at the very beginning of our relationship, he got both, so he knew but he knew both versions. Yeah. He knew what he was getting. <laughs> Walker, are you? Uh, what do you think about this, Ken? Are you gonna step into this water? No, I'm not gonna step into the water. But we do have some text. See, when I no. met my girl, our first day, she wore a jean outfit and little to no makeup, so she was already like well, that when we met. Go. So I was, I was good with that. Exactly. But she'll still dress up and stuff when we go on dates and stuff and, and get pretty. Yeah. So you did yeah. say you were gonna go April 5th is your anniversary. Yes. All right, so that is actually my girlfriend's birthday. Oh, happy birthday! And thank you. She <laughs> thanks you. I will speak for her. And we can also, I think, we're gonna go out as well. Where are you going to go, if you don't mind me asking? Oh, we haven't even um, decided yet, but I'm always 
I'm an adventurous eater, so I'm uh-huh. always up for anything. Like my birthday, he surprised me and took me to an Ethiopian restaurant, so I got wow. to eat with my hands. Very good food. I love Ethiopian Fantastic food. food. Underrated food. Can you ever tell if he planned last minute? Because we have some people on this show that do wait to the last minute. So can you... Uh, <laughs> Hey, if we plan last minute, then what we got yeah, is can, still. Can you tell sometimes you be like, "Oh, he forgot." No, Wait but the thing minute, is, are you I, asking me so you can plan the birthday? Well, I mean, <laughs> probably. Wes is great because he's a, a good snitch as a friend, uh-huh. and, and so uh-huh. as you can see, if people could not see, right? Obviously, an audible medium. Wes is pointing at me the entire time he's saying that. So yeah, don't tell your secrets <laughs> to Wes at all because he's just going to out you. But if you had suggestions, <laughs> hypothetically, of course, I've already got my plan. But if you were to give me a Advice. What, An so, hour before it's time to go to what, dinner, what, what would restaurants you would you choose? Well, if it's, um, <laughs> I just went on a girls' night last week to Sea Level in Uptown. Do okay. you like oysters? Oh, yes. Yeah, I've been I like oysters. I, when I did a food and sports show, I actually did that when they first opened up. It's yummy. I love oysters on the half shell. And if it's, you know, a romantic night out, those are supposed to be an aphrodisiac. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. go Thank there, you. get like oysters on a half shell. They have this, um, it's called like Sweet Tide or something, this cocktail that's gin and... Like Campari, it's kind of right. like a Negroni. So Aphrodisiacs have- and cocktails. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday to me. And it's a Wednesday, right? Isn't the fifth on a Wednesday? Yeah, so, it is. Yeah, it is on a much. Wednesday. That's exactly right. So I like those suggestions. All right, final one. Uh, well, there's a couple things here coming in through the text line. I wanted oh. to get to some of those real quickly. Wow. Fiddy, did you have something? I saw you smile over there. Usually that means you have something you want to say on the air. I feel like I'm comfortable enough asking Beth this question with all the things I've admitted over the years. Yes. <laughs> okay, all right. here we go. All so right. NFL analyst Dan Orlovsky admitted on an interview with Pat McAfee his wife does not go to the bathroom while he is at home. What? Yeah. Wait, did he, did he say the bathroom or did he say just that particular... Oh, I was trying to get there. <laughs> okay. His I appreciate wife... this being planned out before you brought <laughs> oh, it. Oh, yeah. His, he <laughs> says that his wife will not go number two while he is at home. At and home this... at all? At I mean... all. How, I mean, if there are multiple bathrooms, you could just go on the other side of the house, right? One would you, think. And you would think Orlovsky has enough money to where there are multiple bathrooms, like not just two or three. I mean, maybe. I don't know. I don't know the guy's house, but I would think so. <laughs> what? Yeah. It's crazy, right? She must be so bloated. Like- <laughs> <laughs> he thinks he thinks that she's not doing that. She's doing it. Well, and, and just not the other question I would have, too, is Orlovsky admitted that he goes every 30 uses before he actually washes his towel. And he got obliterated on social media for that. 30? What is the appropriate? Yes, 30. I did not. It's basically, we're talking about barely 10 times a year. He washes his towel. What is the appropriate amount of time? What is the max amount of times you can go before you have to wash it? I think the max would be Five. I, I, so, like, basically I, like every week. week almost. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I tend to try to go, like, three. I, I'll do three. I don't want to wash the towel every single day because I'm trying to be, you know, environmentally friendly. Yeah. But... But it starts to stink. The towel starts right. smelling funny. And if third, I mean, that's like Germs. once a month. That's the question. Dan, can you not smell, dog? Like, and come and on. And you dry your bahuni and you dry like other. <laughs> what is he drying? It's bahuni. Oh, okay. Wow. I'm going to start using that for oh, sure. Oh, yeah. Well, that, that's going to be a drop. The bahuni is definitely yes. going to be a drop. That is the relationship advice hour with Beth Troutman yeah. joining us, talking about bathroom trips as well, towel washes, all the good stuff, the things we need to discuss, and now we have a goal on our list to beat 
the Scooters coffee chain that resides in Nebraska because we're going to beat their college basketball mm-hmm. cake that weighs 848 pounds. Mm-hmm. We're going to get to 900 or even 1,000. Big thanks to Beth Troutman. Catch her in the mornings on WBT. Good morning, BT. We appreciate it. Now you got to have us on that. Okay, well, come on in. Come on in. Yes, Wes, Wes is absolutely I'm advertising down. our show. There we go. That would be fun. Yes. That'd be a lot of fun. Thank you so much, Beth. I love y'all. That's the, 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 the debut. I can't even talk. That is the debut of Beth Troutman on Wes and Walker. We love her, too. This is going to be fantastic. Hopefully, we can bring her on a little bit more frequently. We'll go to a break. Maybe we come back and lead in the next segment with a fitty flash because we have to skip over it a little bit here. Who knows? You have to stay tuned and find out. It's Weston Walker on Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. We're having some issues, but that's okay because we are in a fantastic mood. And Wes, I got to ask you this question. What's up, baby? When Beth tells us that she loves us, Uh is that the best feeling in the world? Just like, okay, fantastic. Like we're about to get this show started and we're extremely excited. Even if we have tech issues, Beth is saying that just spreading the warmth and we're talking about a whole bunch of different stuff. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's going to be a popular one on WFNZ.com. I mean, we have uh, co-signs, you know, now from Steve Smith. Beth Troutman that <laughs> have come true. in and Chris and I show and told us, well, Steve told us in a subliminal fashion by his appearance that he loves our show. And now Beth has verbally told us I, that she loves I, us. I like your jump to conclusions, though, because yeah. Steve Smith never did tell us that he loves yeah, our show. Yeah, but you could tell. But you could. <laughs> the fact that he called back in later yeah. and he showed up here to come on and he wouldn't do that for a show that was uh, foo-foo. Yeah, so if Steve is listening because he loves our show yeah. and so he'd be listening, then yeah. I hope this is all true. I hope he doesn't try to call in and then just dispel that fact and say, y'all are tripping, okay? Yeah, nah. Like, I hope he doesn't do that. And if that. he did, that's cap. Well, now, I do think, if I'm not mistaken, I took a We're picture of... We're a new of- thing in town, man. We're Weber and Jason Williams, man. We're a new uh, hot thing in town you know baby. what i took it you know like the stupid quizzes that you'll take on social media yeah you know like what kind of food are you yes what's your favorite color mm-hmm. what does your favorite color say that stupid stuff there's a basketball one mm-hmm. and it said which jason williams are you whoa and so there's Wait, was this different people or yes. different versions yes. of white chocolate so no this was different ver- this was different jason williams so we have the jay jason williams who unfortunately had the incident <laughs> that he had we don't, have you don't to want to be it. that one you have Jay Williams, yeah. who is now on ESPN, was awesome at Duke, had the motorcycle crash that effectively ended his NBA career, or mm-hmm. you could be white chocolate Jason Williams. I, I cannot tell you how relieved I was when the results told me I was Jason Williams yeah, white chocolate. That's what I'm saying. And you got Weber. Is, is he like the most identifiable street ball player? Everybody wanted to be That's Jason. been in the league? Yeah. No, no, no. Who else? Give it to my Lou, man. But... But he, nobody talks about skipped my Lou like they do Jason Williams mm. white chocolate. I'm, this is not disrespect. Well, okay, in the NBA context, yes. in NBA context, and as far as what they did on the court, as yeah. far as style of play. And skipped my Lou was good. I don't you talking about as far as style of play? Yeah, like yeah, who do no, you no, no. Be? I would go with white chocolate because Skip didn't do a lot of the Rucker Park stuff that he would that he became famous for. White Chocolate did get out there and he did it all. Uh huh, hundred percent. That's right. <laughs> all right, I want to go to a couple of the text messages that we missed during Beth's time in studio with us. We were talking about what product could spill out of a truck mm-hmm. that you would love to see. Matt in Greensboro wrote in last month in Greensboro there was a truck hauling Jack Daniels that Ooh. spilled out. Now I would go, but. 
You get out the car and be drunk if a bunch of <laughs> bottles break. And fellas, we want to hear too, man. It's something about that boyfriend effect, man. You are really into your this. wife and your girl cannot see this. We want to know: Is your woman still the beautiful vixen that she was the night that you met her? <laughs> You're really into this. this it, is the because thing that you it gets to talk on my about. nerves, man. Women do stuff and then they get passes for it, and it's okay, and you I can't can say you, anything. And it's like, come on, man. You talk about lemon booty when you have when you start a sentence. <laughs> women get on my nerves, blank. Right? Like yeah. that is that is the thing that gives me lemon booty. All right, I think we're ready to go. What is we're gonna lemon take, booty? Lemon booty is when you squeeze up because of the oh, moment. I don't. I do. All right, let's take a quick break. <laughs> we'll come back with plenty more on Wesson Walker. Welcome back. This is the Wesson Walker Show Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. Hit us up on the Garage Door Guru text line 704-570-9610. Lots to talk about today. What type of stuff would you want to fall out of a truck on the road, fellas? Did your girlfriend hit you with the boyfriend effect where they're not quite the same as the night that you met them? I mean, all types of stuff. Send us in your responses to that. Hit us up on those Twitters. WFNZ and Wesson Walker on Twitter and the WFNZ Instagram. We got that Cam Newton still up there by his Auburn Pro Day going ham right now, Walker. I think we're going viral. But for now, we're going to go to the campus. Kona. All right. So, Charlotte 49ers win the CBI over Eastern Kentucky. Walker, you are the resident former 49ers player That's and right, baby. alum. Are you excited by this? Would you consider this a successful season now? I'm sorry. Did they win a championship? The they won the CBI? Yes. yes. Yeah. The CBI championship. Hang the banner. I'm with it. Charlotte wins 71-68 to 68 over East Kentucky. Eastern Kentucky, I should say. And with Ali Khalifa bringing you 20 points, grabbing four rebounds, dishing out four assists, I called him a young Nikola Jokic, and you laughed at me. But now here he is bringing home the championship. I want the T-shirt. I looked already. I can't find one. I don't know if I have to get a hookup from my alma mater themselves, but I do want the T-shirt, and I will don it proudly. What's interesting here is the real question of how much does this help Ron Sanchez and the good graces of the Charlotte 49er fans? Because at the end of the day, as you pointed out, it is the CBI championship. You are without an NIT. You are without an NCAA tournament berth. At the same time, you finish strong, and we'll see what recruiting will happen. We'll see what kind of players you are bringing back, but it's still a weird vibe, right? Because you do get the CBI championship. You end on a strong note. You finish with 22 victories. It's the most that you've had since a decade when they won in 21. Um, they won 21 times, like in 12-13. And so you're talking about over 20 years since you've had this many wins. Yeah, man. Interesting time, but I'm happy they got the job done. Shout out to uh, the best team in North Carolina, I'd say right now, Catawba College's women falls in the Division II Final Four to Minnesota Duluth. Uh, Walker, any thoughts on that? Like I said, they are the best team in North Carolina. I just want to give them a shout-out for getting there. And uh, from my 
if I'm not mistaken, that's a fairly young program. So for them to get there uh, at this point is pretty cool. Yeah, no, it is cool. And the fact that we have some success stories, even with it being the CBI championship, y'all can make the jokes. It's still cool to see Charlotte <laughs> go that far. But how about a totally legit Final Four appearance from Catawba College women's basketball team, only losing by 11 points where it's not like they got blown out. They had a real shot to actually get to the championship. So very cool and deserving of a shout out. Yeah, and so Armando Baycott is coming back to the North Carolina Tar Heels. He said, anybody want to come play with me? DM me. That was his recruiting pitch. And so I'm going to say this is big for North Carolina, but still, they've got a lot to do to build around him. I think he means a ton to this program, and I think he's a great guy to help break in what will be a pretty much new roster built from scratch. What do you think about this, ball? Well, just the recruiting or the fact that he's coming back? Both. I'm cool with both of them, right? Like, Mm -hmm. this is the thing that we talked about when Nada was in studio. Nada did feel that it would be best for Armando to leave on top of really R.J. Davis and Caleb Love. And, And R.J. Davis was the one that he'd probably welcome back most. Now, he was one of the opinion that Armando has to work more so on his NBA game, right? Being a lot more mobile, moving laterally. At the same time, if you're Hubert Davis, trying to get to the point where it becomes solely your program, it won't happen with Armando being such a big part next year, but you got to have pieces to help you get to a point where you can solely have it be your program. Armando coming back as a double-double machine, as a rebounding machine that he's been, even in the depths of college basketball history, some of the numbers that he's posted, I think this is a welcome move. I think R.J. Davis also would be a welcome move if he decides to do that so we'll see Carolina it's interesting four guys leave Puff Johnson was a big one to depart from this program at least Armando is coming back all right folks and hey the fun may be over for the Tar Heels and NC State but the tournament continues with the Sweet 16 this Thursday night at the Carolina Ale House Waverly location stop by and load up for the games with Myself and Walker starting at 7 p.m. Watch all of the action on the dozens of big screens, high-definition defi- high TVs. You can watch what I eat and talk about it the next day. Mm-hmm. And speaking of TVs, sign up for a chance to win a 75-inch HD television courtesy of the fine TV. folks at Planet Kia and PlanetKia.com. That's this Thursday night at the Carolina Alehouse Waverly location with myself, Wes Bryant, and Walker Mail, the very best in fresh food, fine drink, and great company beginning at 7 p.m. We may or may not have on the WFNZ polos. You just have to see. <laughs> Brought to you by the Carolina Alehouse, Planet Kia, and Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. And when we come back, Bill Rabinowitz from the Columbus Dispatch to break down C.J. Stroud's Pro Day. This is the Wes and Walker Show, Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ.